What's up, y'all? It's your girl Mallory, the chosen one, but I'm still down to have a little fun. This is the Yahweh or Yahweh podcast, a safe space to have conversation without condemnation for our generation. And today we got a guest in the building. We got Pastor Dre on the set. Period. <laughs> he is the Nashville chapter president of the Black Christian Influencers. If you don't know what the Black Christian Influencers is, I'm going to tell you. All right, yeah, so what's up, y'all? BCI, Black Christian Influencers, is an organization, and pretty much what we're about is having black Christians in all fields, like whether it's entertainment, you know, that's music, it's cooking, education, and it's a network, mm-hmm. right, where people can come together to work with each other to enhance the kingdom. And we're really heavy and present on social media. Yeah. So if you want to join, um, go to Black Christian Influencers on Instagram, and you can also go to blackchristianinfluencers.com. Period. So, I was going to ask you, uh, how can people join? Because I'm definitely interested. But also, like, what are some of the things that y'all do? Do y'all take trips? Do y'all go on, like, retreats? Like, what's some of the events that you've been a part of with the BCI? Yeah, so there are retreats. There's trips. I went on one, like, the first one was, like, a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Went down to Miami, and it was a great experience. Oh, it was fun. And I'm talking about... You know, don't everybody come back from Miami, friends, (laughs) still. People go to Miami and they be like, uh, I'm falling out with y'all. Yeah, so you know it was Jesus in that trip. Had to be. Had to be. What was some of the things that y'all were doing? Oh, look. So we had various speakers come to talk mm-hmm. about like enhancing yourself on social media mm-hmm. and learning about so social media. So it was like media. a conference vibe. Pretty that much. So fun. And the best part to me was the yacht party. I know that's All right. Yeah. How much was, was this? <laughs> like, are y'all doing that again soon? I have to go and look. So there's like yearly um, uh-huh. events. So mm-hmm. if you go on the website, check it out. Yeah. Yeah. And make Definitely. sure you follow on Instagram because that's where yeah, I Yeah, I follow them on Instagram. They asked me if I wanted to be a part of it. I was like, this is dope. But nobody ever got back to me. So I'm going to definitely have to reach back out and be like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm going to be like, what happened now? Okay. So that's super lit. Um, so you said if they want to join, is the website or can is the link in the bio of the Black Christian Influencers, yeah. Instagram, and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty Anything easy to find. Bio, website, Black Christian Like, is it like dues? Do y'all have to pay dues? Do you just have to, mm-hmm. like, how does it work? Yeah, there's a, a monthly, I think it's a monthly fee, mm-hmm. but you can probably, I'd have to go and look yeah. back at it again. All right, cool okay. beans, cool beans. That's dope. So, y'all, we got a good episode for y'all today. Pastor Dre be on everything, spreading the word of God. When I saw him on Instagram, I was like, he got to come on the pod. Okay, because he be having a word for y'all. So we got some good topics for y'all today, and we're going to slide into the first topic. So I normally let my guests pick one of the topics. So I let my guest today pick the topic of understanding your spiritual identity. So this is a topic that we definitely need to discuss because a lot of people, they come to God, but they don't actually know who they are in God. So what would you think is just a pivotal part of understanding your spiritual identity? Yeah, so can I read a scripture? Yeah, for sure. Oh, we, look, we encourage a good scripture now. I'm telling you. So this is going to be kind of like our we foundation. <laughs> so it's Ephesians 2, uh-huh. and I'm going to read 1 through 6. Okay. Uh, and it says, And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin, mm-hmm. in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, Mm. among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Here we go. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love, 
with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespass, mm. made us alive together in Christ. By grace you have been saved. And raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I love it. And so when we think about spiritual identity, mm -hmm. right, we have to understand where we are spiritually. Yeah. He says we are sitting in heavenly places. Mm. Right? So it's talked about the prince of the power of the air. And I'm going to get a little deep now. I, you can get deep because I was so, before I started this podcast, I literally saw this uh, sermon and it was talking about the prince of the power of the air, how he has the like the devil has influence over us, like most of the things that we do and some of the environments that we are in, like even on social media, like you see a certain culture that's set by like ways that are not of God at all. So definitely get into it. One hundred percent. So a little backstory. So if you remember uh, Daniel, right, mm -hmm. and how he went on his 21 day fast. Mm -hmm. So if you really think about it, the only reason Daniel was on the fast for 21 days is because he was waiting for an answer. Mm -hmm. But when the angel got there, who was Gabriel, he was like, from the day you set your mind to this, wow. I was sent. I was sent, but the prince of the power of the air held me up. Mm -hmm. I had to go get Michael, he had yeah. to come help me fight, and then I got here. Mm -hmm. So really, the 21 day fast really didn't need to be 21 days. Yeah. If Daniel was aware of the prince of the power of the air, he could have handled that mm -hmm. and he would have got his answer immediately, mm -hmm. right? And so for us, we have to understand now, we are seated with Christ yeah. so high above wicked spirits wow. and all of that yeah. and get into the place where we understand that we can function in that realm. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and it comes with intimacy. Yeah. So really getting intimate with God and understanding like, wait a minute, some of this stuff I don't have to deal with. Yeah. Some of the voices, the yeah. thoughts that come, they are beneath us, but a lot of us don't know that we don't understand yeah. it. Because most of the time, like when you think about it, like new age believers like us, like our age range, like they go to church, they do this, they do that. But when you come home, there's no like spending that intimate time with God. And I preach this all the time, like literally, like you don't have to like sit there for hours, like at least give him an hour of your day, 30 minutes of your day. Just read a scripture and he'll give you revelation to understand it, like to go deeper with him. So the thing is with that these days, it's like just being still like people like we're so always so busy like and we're always so distracted and that's another thing that comes with the prince of the power of the air like he's trying to keep you away from going deeper with God mm -hmm. trying to keep you distracted and different things mm -hmm. like that so that's really good and you said something interesting you know keeping us busy that was one thing I learned through the pandemic how mm -hmm. like we had to sit still yeah. but if you didn't realize what God, an opportunity for you to really sit still with God, mm -hmm. you may have missed it. No, we were just talking about it on the last episode. So, and so now life goes back to normal. Yeah. Everyone's yeah, busy, busy. so busy. And then the enemy has mm -hmm. a soul, has your mind everywhere. Yeah. And when that happens, you're not really focused on your spiritual identity. Yeah. You're focused on every other identity. Don't what am I at work? <laughs> you know, how do they see me at work? Yeah, how, how do my friends see me? me? You get caught up in different things that aren't of God. I heard something this past week at Bible study, and my pastor, he was just like, if you look at the life of Jesus when he was here, he was very kingdom-focused. Like, Jesus didn't spend a lot of time talking about anything else, really. Like, we should always be talking about what he was talking about. Like, all this other stuff, like, are y'all going to be answering? Can I say, I bet, man. <laughs> all this other stuff doesn't matter like what is that book of the bible where it was like none of this matters literally none of this matters literally none of this matters like when i find myself in like situations that aren't feeding my spirit or like advancing the kingdom i'll be like having to take a step back and be like what i'm wasting my time because we the no man knows the day nor the hour when god is gonna come back like i really be feeling like i'll be wasting my time and then especially like sometimes 
and I just feel this so strongly like earlier today the Holy Spirit was just like, and I was like, how do you even want me to slide this into the show? And that's so crazy that this just happened. He was just like, tell my people, don't settle for the counterfeit. Like, don't settle for the counterfeit. Do not settle for the counterfeit, y'all, because you can be so set in your ways and so impatient. And you're like, oh, I'm so ready to have this. I'm so ready to have the relationship. I'm so ready to have the job. I'm so ready to have the opportunity that you settle for the counterfeit because the devil, he'll try to get you. Like, he'll literally wait something in front of you to see if you'll wait on God and bet it before God and be like God is this really you or are you just so excited that you've seen it and you had to jump on it like I'm literally coming out of a situation like that and I was like well where do you want when do you want me to tell him this I was like don't go with none of the topics like I'll stand look at Jesus come That's on right. now but literally y'all don't settle for the counterfeit like it's always better to wait on God and like actually be in the right place at the right time to receive the actual blessing because it's far more greater when you wait on him and like you get that discernment from him and he confirms it it ain't nothing sweeter than confirmation nothing sweeter so i really don't uh, see spiritual identity to me is just knowing who you are and god just being confident and walking in it because like when you look at like when we first started being christians like we were scared to stand up and clap in church we were scared to get our praise on like we are literally on instagram telling people about jesus like i was with my homegirl dominique on, a, on, my, on my birthday trip earlier this year and i was like i am literally on instagram telling people about god like it makes you want to walk better too because when people see you they're like are you always doing what the for are you a reflection of god's kingdom like so sometimes i'll be having to check myself i'll be like should i post that i'll be like ah, let me delete it like and even if it does slip through the filters of my vetting process in my brain i'll be like so convicted and i'll like wake up in the middle of the night and delete an instagram story i'm like this is not advancing the kingdom of god i feel like you got to get up so i love what you just said you made me think about process. Yeah. Right. So part of this spiritual identity is being willing to go through the process with mm -hmm. God. Because like the moment He calls you, the moment you step out and be like, because for y'all that know me, y'all know me. Yeah. From college and everything, I'm a completely different person. Yeah. Right. New creature in Christ. He says, yeah. "Well, I give you my spirit. I will make you a new creature." Mm -hmm. That's part of your spiritual yeah. identity, right? And so. Wow. Being able to say, all right, God, what you want to do? What you want to do? Like, you're in the driver's seat, and mm -hmm. it's like a literal renewing of your mind. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, you're not even the same. And, like, I used to think it was so, like, insane when people would be like, oh, I'm not the same. I'm like, okay, girl. Well, what do you mean not the same? Right, what do you really mean? Not? You're really not, because you think differently. You mm -hmm. do differently. I just had somebody try me the other day at Kroger. I got in the car. I said, I handled that very well. And, like, everybody in the car just buzzed out laughing because they knew, like, the old me. Like, I was like, child, if that would have happened to me like two years ago, we would have been in the back of a police car. See? And I think that's so beautiful because he said, I'll give you a new spirit. Mm. So once you have a new spirit, some of the things you don't do with the old man. Yeah. I love that. I love God. One thing about God is he going to change you now. Like, you can't walk with him and not be changed because at first, to even walk with him is a submission process. Like, it's a surrendering that has to take place. And you're like, God, I give you full control over my life, like full capacity to just run rampant and do the things that you want. I want your will to be done, literally on earth as it is in heaven. No other way. Like, if it's any other way, I won't rest. <laughs> like, if it's any other way, like, even if I'm disobedient and I'm just, oh, I gotta have this, I gotta have that, I will not rest until i make it right no, like no. i can't continue to live ignorant <laughs> like ignorance is not bliss <laughs> it's, not it. it's not it and do you feel it in your spirit you be like child mm -hmm. we got to pack it up no matter how much you love that man no matter how much you love that woman we got to pack it up because oh i'm glad you said that because there's some things when god calls you and mm -hmm. he really wants you 
he's gonna separate you. Mm. That's what sanctification is. He's gonna separate you. He's gonna let them friends you cut them off. That relationship. You got to go. Uh-huh. You got to go. It's so always a separation before elevation comes. Ooh, because at the end of the day, when you're being lifted up in God, it's like everybody can't go where you're going. I stay there all the time. I probably got like five videos on my Instagram right now that say the same thing. Child, they are not going to go where you're going. Mm-hmm. So that's it really. Is there anything else that you got to say about spiritual identity? Because this is a good topic. We just roll it. Spiritual identity is so big for me. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Come on. He just, like, literally, I just got this. Come on. When he changes you, right? Mm-hmm. He needs you to have the same energy you used to have when you was in the world. Mm-hmm. So while you was out there and everybody knew you by that identity, mm-hmm. so they knew you as, oh, that's the guy with, he got the money or she's mm-hmm. the one with the fact, like, whatever mm-hmm. it is that, that those material mm-hmm. things that they recognize you mm-hmm. by or, how, oh, that's the one, he could smoke the best. Mm-hmm. He could roll the best blunt. Mm-hmm. She could drink the most. Mm-hmm. And you are so bold in that. Mm-hmm. He says, now, when you come over here, I need you to be bold. I need me. that same energy. I need that and even more. Literally, the gifts that he gives to you, give them back to him. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, people will, will always say, oh, I don't know if you've seen my first episode, but I was like, people used to always tell me I could be like a radio talk show host or something. But then when he gave me the title of this, I was like, I'm about to do a Christian podcast. And that's crazy because, like, I'm so outgoing. And it's like, he needs people like that. Like, literally, God searches out the weaknesses that we have so he can make them stronger through his strengths. Like, literally. Like, when he was telling... What's it, um, Moses' child? He was telling him that he wants you to go preach. And he was like, I got a speech in better yeah, yeah, He was like, it's not going to be me, child. It's going to be you. Because I called you by name. And at the end of the day, God's word will not return to him void. So there will be no other realities. Anytime, like, I'm, I know I'm messing up or I know I'm, like, sitting in sin or I'm, like, running away from him, like Jonah, I'm like, there will be no other realities. Like, it's not going to return to him void. Like, the things that he promised me, the things that he said, there may be some slip-ups along the way. But the fact that you made me new, I'm going to always correct it. Mm-hmm. And also with that, with your identity, comes the gifts, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, the gifts are without repentance. Mm-hmm. So no matter what or where you are, the gift will work. Mm-hmm. So think about Paul. Mm-hmm. Before he was Paul, he was Saul, right? Come on. <laughs> he was doing his thing. Yeah. He was killing Christians. He was uh-huh. doing all that. And God was like, no, nah, I'm going to use you. So I'm mm-hmm. going to take you. And you're going to do exactly what you were doing. But for, for me, me, period. Literally, a redirecting of your path. Like, that's why when people say you're a light into my feet and a lamp into mm-hmm. my path, like, mm-hmm. you're literally shining the path for me. Like, you're lighting it up for me to walk. And I feel confident in doing it because you're backing me up and all of heaven's angels. So, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Super lit. That's it. That's all I have to say. About okay, period. So, we're going to slide the next topic. I love that. Look, at that. look how good that just flew. Okay, so, we're going to talk about the different names of God and their meaning. So... It's a lot of different names for God, y'all. Yahweh being the first one. (laughs) It means Lord. So, Jehovah Jireh, there are a lot of different names for God. So, let me give y'all a little snippet of some of them. So, y'all know Yahweh. Uh, If you don't know what Yahweh means, that's why it's the title of the show. (laughs) Yahweh means Lord. So, there is Yahweh Jireh. That means the Lord will provide. There is... uh, Yahweh Shalom, the Lord our peace. There is Yahweh Elohim, the Lord God. Like different names of God. Like what are some names? Like I know Jehovah Jireh. Like what are some names that you've heard over the years that really stood out to you? Yeah, so the two that you said, and I actually, because I want to be prepared. Come on now. I know that's right. See, the real one's going to step. (laughs) They're going to come prepared. So the first one I want to talk about, Uh El Shaddai. And then I actually have 
Jaira and Shalom. Okay, come on. And so El Shaddai, this is when, this is what God called himself when he came to uh, Abram. Mm -hmm. Genesis 17, 1 and I read. Mm -hmm. It says, when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am El Shaddai, God Mm -hmm. Almighty. Mm -hmm. Serve me faithfully and live a blameless life. So, you know, he's the Almighty one. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nothing he can't do. There's nothing that can stop him. Mm -hmm. Right? So I have that one on my list, too. It mm -hmm. says, God Almighty and the Mighty One of Jacob. Mm -hmm. And it says, this speaks to the ultimate power over all. I love that. Definitely, definitely. And then Jehovah Jireh comes, Genesis 22, 13 and 14. And I won't read the whole thing, but it's just when Mm -hmm. Abraham was going to sacrifice his son. Mm -hmm. And he had to ram the bush. Mm -hmm. And then he said, the Lord provides. So that's why I'm going to name this place. I love that. Because he did that. And then the last one. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is mm-hmm. peace. And this was with Gideon. Mm-hmm. Was if y'all know about Gideon's army, and God kept making them lessen the number mm-hmm. of people, and but he still got the victory. Mm-hmm. And then he said, "It is all right." The Lord replied, "Do not be afraid; you will not die." Wow. And Gideon built an altar to the Lord there and named it Yahweh Shalom, Shalom, mm-hmm. which means the Lord is peace. Yes. Okay. I love that. First of all, that just goes to the fact that we were talking about how, like, when you're about to elevate, he separates you. Like, he was literally cutting people out of the army. And the fact that he had to trust him enough to know that I may have less soldiers against this in this battle, but I know that God is going to let me win because there is no way, like, you can sit up in here and the Holy Spirit guide you to something and you, like, try to get away from it. But if the Holy Spirit is telling you something, it's going to work out for you. Thanks. Literally. Every, every time. Every single time. Every time. Every time. Every time. I literally just, this has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> but I just, I do like these random missions in my life to keep life interesting. <laughs> and I was sitting here and we were like going to this rooftop pool. And I was sitting there. I was like, is this going to work out? And the Holy Spirit was like, yeah, go. I was like, okay. And we got up there. It was so fun. <laughs> I was like, I knew it was going to work out. I was like, you just have to believe. I was like, y'all don't get the kind come if you don't believe. Because if we, if we don't believe, it's not going to happen. No. Like, literally. All you need is the faith of the mustard seed. And that was just a random thing in my life. Like, he was like, you're going to get to go. Like, God talks to you about little things. Like, the Holy Spirit will talk to you along the way. Like, he's the comforter. He's your helper. He's your friend. Like, even he's concerned about you. Like, he cares about you. So, it's super. He cares deeply about you. Even mm-hmm. things that people think like, oh, that's not... No, God's yeah. like, oh, I'm so concerned. I'm, I'm so concerned with your soul yeah. that I want your soul to be happy, mm-hmm. right? And the thing I love about, like, all these names is it's all about relationship. Mm-hmm. So they name God based, based on the relationship they have. Relationship with him. Based on their spiritual identity that they have through. Come, Come on. on Come on now. And, oh, thank you, Jose. You just reminded me. Mm-hmm. The thing about us, like, we read the text, right? Mm-hmm. And we see it as what happened back then. Mm-hmm. But what God wants us to understand is, God is a right now God. Come he's on. Your God may, he, yes, he's going to provide, right? He's yeah. Jehovah Jireh. But have you ever got to the point where you created your name for God yourself? Mm. For me, it's the God of my college room closet. Come on. Because that's where you visited me. Mm. It has to be personal. <laughs> he's the God of my shower. Because <laughs> I see him every day. All right. So the different names of God are all important. Do you have any more that you can think about? Yeah. <laughs> I have one, right? Jehovah Nisi. Ooh. And Jehovah Nisi refers to the Lord is my comfort or my banner. Mm-hmm. And it comes from Exodus 17:14. And I'll read it. Mm-hmm. After the victory, the Lord instructed Moses, write this down on a scroll as a permanent reminder mm-hmm. and read it aloud to Joshua. I will erase the memory of Amalek from under heaven. Amalekites that were fighting, right? Mm-hmm. And Moses built an altar there and named it Yahweh Nisi. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my banner or mm-hmm. my comfort. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about like 
personal yeah, relationship where you get the name for these experiences. Mm -hmm. And so they got this victory in this battle. So this is why he called him Jehovah Nisi. So mm -hmm. even for us, we know that God will always fight our battles. Yeah. But I want to make one last point mm -hmm. about names. Because if you think about it, Adam never referred to God as Jehovah Nisi. Oh, wow. Because Adam never had a reason to see the Lord as conqueror. Mm -hmm. Because in the garden, everything was everything. How, yeah, right? how it was about He just referred to God as the voice. Oh, wow. So, I like, see. that just goes to show you yeah. how important relationship and experience is mm -hmm. with God. Because Adam never had an experience where he needed God to fight mm -hmm. a battle. But Moses did. Yeah. So he became easy. So, so it's different us. how we refer to him. Like, it's different mm -hmm. how we call on him. I love that. I think I had... Did you have one more? Or... Let me see, because I have a whole list, y'all. Um, okay, give us something, give us something. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to butcher this. <laughs> so, Yahweh Rapha. Rapha? <laughs> like R-A. Okay, yeah. So, R-A-P-H-A. So, it says, the Lord who heals. Um, it's in Exodus 15 and 26. It says, I am Jehovah who heals you, both in body and soul, in body by preserving from and curing diseases, and in soul by pardoning iniquities. That's a lot. Because if you can heal me in that kind of way, like, it's undeniable power. Like, I, I just love the different names of God because it's so many that are to be referenced and it's so many to be said, but it's about how he shows up in your life for you. It's about, like you said, that relationship that you have with him, especially the one that you create when you're alone because if you can praise him in private, he will definitely bless you publicly. So that was a good topic. So we're going to slide into disobedience. So this is our last topic of the day. So for disobedience, I talked about this a couple episodes ago, but I feel like we didn't get as deep as we could get with it. So for disobedience, I have one scripture. It's Romans chapter 6, verse 23. It says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus our Lord. So what this means is sometimes when you get caught up in sin, I feel like you can feel like you're kind of boxed in or you can't be like your true self in God. Because if you're I feel like if God has told you something and he's waiting on you to move on that word, he's not going to tell you anything else before you do what he told you to do. Like and then sometimes that creates a rift in your relationship with him, especially being disobedient. And you're like, well, I don't want to talk to God today because I haven't done the last thing he told me to do. I'm just gonna keep running from him like down. <laughs> like I just wanna run and hide. Cause like and then when you do that, that creates an opening for the devil to come in more and he's like, okay, this is my chance to get you and keep you in a place of shame, to keep you in a place of separating you from God, and then days go by and then weeks go by. Like I have this saying that one week without Jesus makes you weak. And I really feel that really good and that's really good, really strongly because he's just so good and it's always good to be in partnership with him and to talk to him just to know the next things of your life so my pastor says this thing he's like it's ignorant to wake up in the morning and not give reverence to God it's ignorant to step into a day that you've literally never seen before and not partner with God and ask him hey Lord what would you have me to do today how do you want me to praise your name today what are some of the things that I should be focusing on today because we can have a long list of things to do but is it kingdom business like things can be good but is it God that's the thing that I try to think about when I put myself in any situation I'm like this is good but is it God because I don't want to get into it and then find myself stuck because sometimes I have 
like this thing where I'm like feeling shameful about I shouldn't have did this in the first place and then that like gets me stuck so it's hard to unweb myself of the disobedience so what scripture you got for us <laughs> can I, I just want to comment real quick on what you just yeah. said you talked about kingdom businesses and when, you, when I hear that I hear being kingdom minded mm. and so we're talking about obedience and disobedience when we get to a place where we can be truly kingdom minded mm. it becomes easier to obey oh, because wow. you realize the consequences of your disobedience could cause someone else not to get what God has for them. Come on. Because when you really live for God and you walking this thing out, we are responsible for souls. Mm. There are people that he's placed in our hands. Mm. So if you don't obey, they don't get what they Yeah, need. their souls literally connected to our lives. Mm. And that's why I feel like when you're not walking in your purpose or you're like running from him, it's like, dang, who could I be saving right now? Like, even, like, if you've ever been somewhere and the Holy Spirit was like, go pray for them. Like, I'm still kind of scared of stuff like that. Or, like, and I talked about this on a couple episodes ago where, like, I'll be driving down the street and he'd be like, get him a ride. I'd be like, what if they kill me? <laughs> like, we need to stop being scared because if God will bring you to it, he'll definitely bring you through it for real. No, that's real. He has me, like, randomly paying for people all the time. Really? Real talk. It start, when he first he starts talking, I'm like, God. This might be a little weird. Right. Like, what you? But he always tells you what they're going through. Yeah. And he yeah. always, like, for some reason, like, I always feel the feelings that they're feeling. Like, like if they're feeling, like, a heaviness or a sadness, like, I'm an empath, and I'm very intuitive, so I feel that. And I be like, I just feel like God is speaking to me right now about you. Like, I don't mean to be weird, but, yeah. like, I still get my little disclaimer, but I need to stop doing it and just be bold and walk in it, you know? Yeah. <sighs> still learning. You're prophetic, and he's calling you deeper. I yeah. just heard that. But I'm, I'm going to read you the scripture. <laughs> uh, so we're going to look at 1 Samuel 15, mm -hmm. uh, verse 10. And it says, the Lord rejects Paul. Mm -hmm. Saul. Then the <laughs> Lord said to Samuel, I am sorry that I ever made Saul king, for he has not been loyal to me and has refused to obey my command. Mm -hmm. Samuel was so deeply moved when he heard this mm -hmm. that he cried out to the Lord all night. So, given a little context for this, this is when Saul, King of Israel, they go to battle, right? Mm -hmm. They battle, and God says, look, don't take none of this stuff from the Amalekites, nothing, mm -hmm. leave it all. Saul was like, you know what, we're going to get rid of the bad stuff, the good stuff we're going to keep, <laughs> right? And God was like, all right, it's a wrap. Yeah. And then it goes down further in this same chapter, mm -hmm. and but Samuel replied, what is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice? Oh, wow. Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice. Mm, I love that scripture. It literally is because if you can mm -hmm. obey him, he's going to bless you with tenfold. Mm -hmm. Like he's, you're actually going to be walking in the things he actually had for you. Mm -hmm. Because when we're disobedient, we get stuck in things that we didn't, he never planned for us. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, God will tell you, I don't want you here. Like, I was just saying, things could be good, but is it God? Exactly. Like, it's exactly. just really about vetting and, like, knowing that if he told me this, I have to be bold and walk in it. Like, have you ever, like, okay, so have you ever, like, been in a situation where you're like, I want to do this, but I'm going to listen to God, and then it turned out better for you? And it's a crazy when we think about the time that it happened and our obedience, how we got rewarded for that. But when we come to that crossroads again, it's like, <laughs> what should I do? Yeah, yeah. It's like, why is this hard for me? Because I already been through this. Like, I already know you're faithful based on the things that you've seen me through. And I already know the consequences of how stuff can go wrong based on the other times when I was playing around. Like, it's like, 
pull from your experiences that's why it's so good to like recount it's so good to journal it's so good to just remember the good things that god has done for you like even in sad times like if you're like struggling with finances or something right now god bought me through he provided in all other in all the other times why don't i feel like he'll get me through this time like what that's why the psalmist says when i look back over my life mm -hmm. and i think things over yes. child when i look back he doesn't save right. me and that's good because jeremiah said like this i recall to my mind that's mm -hmm. why i have hope mm -hmm. so hope is connected to mm -hmm. remembrance you have to remember the things that god has brought you to you have to remember the victory that he's brought you to Come on. he's your conqueror you have to remember these things because when it starts to get down start to get sad you can say hey God, you've already done you've this. Already done, you've already won the battle. You've already He's won. never lost one. Not so the me. fact that we be scared to trust him is insane. <laughs> and back to this obedience piece, uh -huh. because I'm going to be transparent. So yeah. tell a story. Come right? on now. <laughs> so uh, right before I started my master divinity program, mm -hmm. right, I was about to do cognitive science. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting in, because he had already told me, go to seminary, go mm -hmm. do this. And I was like, all right, God, I mean, I do this. I've been getting close to you, but... I ain't know if I wanted to be that. Cool. Yeah. Because everybody I saw, they went to seminary. You know, they wore their suits and their ties mm -hmm. and they jumped around and they hooped and they mm -hmm. hollered. Let me thing. ask a question. What's seminary? Is that like Jesus school? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like school go, to be a go. pastor or something? Yeah. I yeah. was just thinking that I should do mm -hmm. that. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that there. <laughs> I was yeah. going to look up Christian school or something. Yeah, there's a lot. And a lot of them, all of them not created equally, yeah. but they're different. But yes, pretty much you get trained to do ministry, right? Okay. So I was like, God. Mm, I don't know because yeah. it ain't me yeah. but then I'm sitting in this room I'm about to like do cognitive neuroscience ready to join this mm -hmm. program he said if you go through with this you're going to be miserable mm. and I was like I can't be miserable I cannot. so I obeyed and I went ahead and went and now I'm where I am now and yeah. like, I'm not miserable but obeying him yeah. that was great but then here's the caveat Come on. because he told me to go to Vendor but I was like I applied mm -hmm. I went to Emory because mm -hmm. To be honest, the application process is a little easier. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going down here. Yeah. Disobedient. Oh. And then with that, had to take out loans. So mm -hmm. then you get student loan debt because mm -hmm. of disobedience. Mm -hmm. But long story short, he still got me back Come to where he wanted on. me. And I got the full tuition scholarship. So yes. God is faithful. Thank you, Jesus. He's still faithful despite our disobedience yeah, at times. The Bible faithful. says that disobedience is as a sin of witchcraft. Mm -hmm. Like that's how serious he is. That's how like serious is. obey what I'm telling you to do. So this is like a warning, but it's a warning with love. Like, just obey him. Because like just we just said him. earlier, there's souls connected to your obedience. Yeah. And Jesus is serious about souls. So you don't want to be standing there every day and you're like, why don't you just pray for that person? Right. I hate that That's all I asked you. That's I just all I asked you to do. Just you act smile. like I told you to go up a mountain and kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and even right. when he was in that situation, he was still, and come on obeyed. now. Um, Literally obeyed. The yeah. ram in the bush. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want to see how far you can go with being really obedient. Love, ooh, thank, do you really love me? Because when you obey me, you show me that you really love me. Come on. I love it. So, mm -hmm. y'all, obedience is just making sure you are doing the things that he is telling you to do. I promise you, it's easier said than done. <laughs> but, <Facts>. like, <laughs> when you actually think about how much easier your life would be, mm -hmm. like, his burden is light, and he wants that for us. Like, he doesn't want us to be sad. He doesn't want us to be miserable, like he said. Like, he wants to have, he wants us to have a good life. That abundant life that he promised. He, he wants it for he you. He wants it for you. Mm -hmm. I love that. So, let me see. I think I have one more scripture about obedience. Um... Let me see, let me see, let me see. It says, this is 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. It says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful 
and just to forgive us. Oh, it says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I love that. So even in your obedience, like if you're walking the way that he wants you to walk, like you've been healed, like you've been set free. And who the son says free is free indeed. Free indeed. I love it. Y'all, so if y'all are out here being disobedient, I haven't told y'all. <laughs> Do it because everybody can't go where you're going. If he done told you to change career paths, do it. Do the it. joy that's on the other side of it or, or on the other side of your obedience is unmatched. Like when I tell you, I literally started podcasting in December. I never would have thought I would have met Sarah Jake that fast. Um, yeah, I yeah. never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> like what? Like I, man, it's still crazy. I watch that video every night. <laughs> every night, like literally, like just a reminder that this is for real. Like this is kingdom business. Like, and it will accelerate you, and it will give you the joy that you never would have thought you would have. So we're gonna do culture collision real quick. So is this TikTok circulating around, y'all? This TikTok is insane. I'm going to play the video. So, that video is insane. <laughs> Like, I would love to be in the building, but at the same time, like, what's the atmosphere like? Yeah. Like, how are y'all keeping the vibes going? Like, is it actually God, or was this, like, a regular club that just decided to play a mixed-up version of Melodies from Heaven <laughs> and add some lo-fi beats in the back? Like, I honestly think that's what it is. And the thing about, I don't know, I don't want to be a party pooper, but a Christian club, I don't know. Like, y'all could have did, like... A Christian club? How do you feel about this? <laughs> so, this is my thing about this. When I was yeah. thinking about it, I had a lot of questions because I'm like, all right, yeah, what is the atmosphere? What is yeah. what is going on? Has it, is this a bunch of people who just got drunk? And yeah, and then came because yeah, that's that not going to be a good mix. Right? But also, I was kind of meditating, talking to God about it. And we have to remember, well, you're talking just thinking about this. The devil never created a thing, mm -hmm. right? He just perverts everything that of God. Mm -hmm. So even, okay, I'll set it up like this. I rap, mm -hmm. right? I do Christian rap. Mm -hmm. And I was telling some of the kids I work with, mm -hmm. like, you know, this is what I rap about. Yeah. And their question was, well, how can you put God in rap and da da da? And I was like, okay, well, how do they rap about drugs, money, right. guns, Kill, sex, and Kill, stab, shoot, die music. <laughs> how do you do that? Right? right. I was like, see, the thing is, the enemy has, he has changed the way that you view the world mm -hmm. through his lens. Yeah. So you see everything through the lens of the enemy. Mm -hmm. So you see, oh, if it's rap, it has to be this. Yeah. It can't be that. Yeah. So even let's think about a club. We only see a club like this yeah. instead of that. But my thing is, like, what if we had a place where we gather mm. and we do have fun in Christ? Yeah. Like, that's outside of church. Because, yeah. yes, we do this at church, yeah. for sure. But I love Christian hip-hop. Yeah, me too. And so we can set up an atmosphere, a place. Mm. Where is this? Do we have to call it a club? Maybe no, not. right. The, <laughs> a Christian hangout spot. <laughs> Because the club, it was just club. giving negative yeah, vibes and, and to me. seeing that video, it was like... Like, there's only a matter of time before this turns into mm -hmm. y'all playing some other artists. Like, exactly. And that's a problem. But yeah. if we can get a gathering with people who really love Christ 
and because and are not like depending on other like things before they get there. Exactly. Cause me, I'm gonna take a shot on the way. <laughs> well, I can't say that'll be me. But and this is a thing because if you can get an atmosphere like that with people who don't really rock with church, right? Yeah. But they come here. But mm. you have real spirit-filled people who are scanning room like I want to pray for this person. Yeah. Because you can't understand it. This yeah. is a Christian this is spot. A Christian so I'm gonna come pray for you. Yeah. I'm gonna come prophesy to you. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna come lay hands on you. Yeah. I'm gonna come heal you. Because that's what Jesus said. Those yeah. that believe me, they will lay hands on the sick, right? They will cast out demons. So mm -hmm. you can do all that in this space. Because mm -hmm. this person has come with all of that what they deal with and they can get freedom yeah. in this place. I also feel like the just the Christian club aspect of it, it creates an environment for lukewarmness. Like yeah. it creates the oh we finna do this on the way and then when we get yeah, in there we finna, that's, that's we, and that and that's creating a space of corrupting mm -hmm. other people's souls. Mm -hmm. So like now whoever put this event together, you got to go home and deal with the fact that you done put some people in danger basically. Mm -hmm. Like you done threw somebody off their paths because now yeah. people trying to leave the club with people. Yeah. And like okay. go home and do stuff that ain't got nothing to do with God. And that and that, exactly. that can't that can't be it. Yeah. Lukewarmness is not it. God is not yeah. like that. But if we can get choose today whom you will serve. Facts, facts. And church is that space. Church yeah. is supposed to be that yeah. space. But unfortunately, in like today, yeah. a lot of churches don't have the demonstration yeah. of Christ. And so that's why a lot of people are kind of like, but I'm telling you, when you, have, you go to a place where you can experience the power of the Spirit and have that be what's going on and not yeah. just like religiosity, mm -hmm. it changes the game. Yeah. And so that's why... Shift. Yeah, it's a, it's a different shift. And that's why I'm not saying like Christian club, but mm -hmm. maybe there's a something we can create yeah. where there's a space that for people who like I ain't stepping in no church but maybe I'll go to that because right, cause they are on I fire for you. God and they're young and they yeah. look like they go through the same things like exactly. me like it's about being an example honestly and that's what I mean earlier when it's like the vetting process about being careful about what you post, being careful mm -hmm. about how you act in public, different mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like, he literally changes mm -hmm. you. So, yeah. I don't know. Y'all let me know in the comments what y'all think about this Christian club. And yeah, it's it in Atlanta, so it's only a matter of time. It definitely looked like it was, they was in the club and it was just like, like a regular club. <laughs> they was like, all right, get the yeah. cameras rolling. We all going to heaven today. Yeah, we're going to change to this song. So. That is hilarious. Okay, so speaking of music, oh, and whoa. Holy Spirit just gave me this. Y'all, we need to start being better guards of our gates. Like, when it comes to talk music. About it. Yeah, let's talk when about it that. comes to music and, like, mm -hmm. the stuff that we watch, like, this is serious. Like, mm -hmm. there's an agenda at hand. Thanks. It's either kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of darkness. Thanks. Choose today whom you will serve. Like, seriously. Like, not saying that everything you gotta watch gotta be sermons, but at the end of the day, is it feeding your spiritual Come on now, because something's getting fed. Something's getting fed. If you don't feel the spirit, you don't feed your flesh. Mm. Which one? And so. the, whatever one you're feeding is going to get stronger, and it's going to have dominion over you. So which Walk one would spirit. be? So, it's important to guard your spiritual gates. Speaking of music, so the Christian rap world is it's just taking over, mm -hmm. and I love it. It's some artists out there that are really bumping. So if y'all are thinking about converting your music taste and your music choices over, I would recommend it because I'm in the process right now. I feel like I'm at a smooth 65% because <laughs> I still play a little R&B in there. So the song of the week is, okay, so I heard this song actually earlier today. I had another song, but then I was like, no, this is the song of the week. So it's Heal Song. That's the name of the song. It's like H-I-L-L-S-L-N-G. And I guess the title of, well, the artist's name is Uninvited, but it's kind of like shortened. But I'll definitely put it in the description bar for y'all. So it's Hillsong, Uninvited, some dude named Saint, and some dude named YC. They bumped that junk. 
It's bumping. I'm gonna send it to you for sure. I meant to play it for you. I normally play the song of the week for my guests. I just been, y'all. We, yeah, we gonna get it together. So we gonna slide into Bible trivia. So I got some questions for you. Everybody loves a good Bible trivia when they come on the white white pod. Okay, so I just I normally start easy, then I go to difficult. But you're in school, so <laughs> I feel like you'll get all of these right. Okay, so. This is the first question. Where, location-wise, did Jesus turn water into wine? Uh, yeah, the wedding at Cana. Come on, man. <laughs> okay, so, because that's what I was looking for. I was looking for Cana. Okay, so what is the first book of the Bible in the New Testament? Matthew. Matthew? The New Testament? The New Testament. Am I true? I don't know. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Maybe, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but, but did I did I did I miss that? Because it say it say Romans. The first book of oh look now I know I'm right. Hold on. Uh, yeah, you Maybe might. Yeah, your sounds right. Because it says Romans. See, they didn't set me up. They set you up. They set me up. Yeah, yeah, it's Matthew. Yeah, it's Matthew. Oh well, we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> look, wasn't like okay. So where did the Pharisees claim Jesus got his power from? Uh, Beelzebub. How do you know that? That was yeah. a difficult one. That's crazy. <laughs> I love that. Come on now. Okay, concerning which disciple did the rumor spread that he would not die? Like, which disciple had the rumor that he was never going to die? Oh, that did Peter. Mm. He said that he wouldn't die? That he wouldn't die. Like, it was He's... rumored that he wouldn't die. That the disciple wouldn't die, or he, the disciple said that Jesus wasn't going to die? The disciple, it says, concerning which disciple did the rumor spread that he would not die? I don't know. John. That John wouldn't die? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, the last two, well, the last one, actually. That was quick. <laughs> so, what is the last sentence in the Bible? The last sentence in the Bible? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fairly easy, actually. I didn't know it. Okay, what does it start with? Can I get a hint? It. <laughs> it is it, it. No, no. I know it's not it is finished, but. Yes, it is. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Holy Spirit. <laughs> I know it's not it is finished. It's definitely it is finished. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm looking dead at it. Just like it was finished, y'all, we're going to wrap this podcast up. So we're going to do prayer cards. Y'all know the prayer cards. Y'all know them. Y'all love them. Basically, we pull a card and we just dissect the verse. So let's see what we got today. Hope we don't get one that we've already pulled before, but I'm going to let you pull it. Like pull a random one from like the middle or something. Whatever the spirit may lead you. What is that? Up mm -hmm. oh, on that side. What does it say? This is actually one of my favorite scriptures. So Are you serious? I love Look at Colossians three twenty three. Whatever you do, do it with all your heart. Mm. And like, and it, it's because it's talking about whatever you do, like do it with your heart, do it for God. Like yeah. what you're doing, do it for Him, not for people. Period. I feel like we pulled that before. <laughs> I feel like we pulled that before, but my mom always says, "Whatever you do, do it to the glory of God," mm -hmm. and I love that. So that's definitely that's really not even. He ain't even got to break that down. I love it. So tell the viewers where they can find you. Cause we had a good old time. I'm sure they're gonna be trying to find you. The ladies gonna be jocking you. They gonna be all the time. <laughs> but y'all can find me at Pastor Dre on Instagram. Period. You know what I'm saying? Are you on TikTok me. and stuff? I am on TikTok at Pastor Dre. You know, Come Christian on. content. 
we making reels all the time. We we spreading this word, and I'm an upcoming artist too. So stay on the lookout for the music. When is your album dropping? Well, you know I'm working on those songs. What this. you got, man? Coming this year. Okay, this year. Yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. How many songs? It's gonna be five. I love it, and we're going to bump them joints all the way to church, period. So, y'all, it's been a good episode. Make sure y'all go find him on Instagram. It's just Pastor Dre. You ain't got no underscores or nothing? Yeah, at Pastor Dre underscore. Okay, see, they would have been following another Pastor Dre. Y'all, actually, y'all are following. I'm like, don't you lucky? Are you really? I know that's right. So, y'all, go follow him on Instagram and TikTok, wherever you can find him at, and make sure you flood his comments with hashtag YOYW. That stands for Yahweh or Yahweh. Just let him know you watched the episode and that you're supporting him. Go love on him. So, I'm about to pray us out real quick. And, <laughs> Lord, thank you for this episode. Thank you for just sitting in the midst with us. Thank you for just letting us relay your word, Father God, to the viewers and letting us just spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father God, I just ask right now in this moment that you continue to go with us, Father God, as we part from this place, but never from your presence. God, I just thank you for the many blessings that you have rained down on us. And God, let us just remember the gifts of the spirit that we have to give back to the world, Father God, and just the things that you would have us to do for people, whether it be prayer or just helping them out, Father God, and giving them a helping hand. Lord, I just ask right now in the name of Jesus that you continue to go with us that you continue to renew our minds so that we can stay on the straight and narrow path to following you in Jesus name I pray amen make sure y'all go back and watch last week's episode if you didn't make sure you share this content like subscribe and share I tell y'all all the time that the podcast is nothing without you speaking of the podcast is nothing without you let me just to my own horn real quick so I was talking to somebody earlier uh-huh. right and they were like I ran into one of your fans I was like one of my fans he was like yeah I was talking to them and they was like do you watch the Yahweh or Yahweh podcast I said Dude. hold on now that's insane Dave. Can I actually add something? That's that's really crazy. Literally last night I had a dream, right? Uh huh. And hold on now, I'm scared. Don't be scared. You were actually it was like you. Oh God, I'm gonna cry. You were there, and there was a person who was like looking for you because they were a fan of yours. Are you serious? I I kid you not. When you said that, y'all, there is no reason I just said that then because I wasn't gonna say that. Exactly. And you just brought it back. That's crazy. Which ooh. This is going to grow. It's going to grow. You're going to have fans like all across the country. Just watch. I feel that. Mm-hmm. I feel that. But sometimes I'd be scared of that, though. I'm scared because God is going to, he's going to change he's you so much. And he's going to elevate you because you, uh, I ain't going to say too much more, but yeah. <sighs> I'm going to call you after this. Because <laughs> I got to get the rest of this. So, y'all, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. It's getting crazy over here. If you ain't on the Jesus way, what you on, baby? We out. It's the chosen one. Period. <laughs>